and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Elisa Ellie, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Jason K, Dickie Lopez, Carnifex, Alex K, Mordine, Domael Laka, Dr. Grinis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Treehugger, Darren W, Gold Rhino, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, and Fig Tear. Shout out to Aaron F for moving up a tier, and to new patron Jan G. Thank you all for your support. And now a recap of Session 89. We open into combat with a triangle monster. Combat with it is both nuts and awesome. We kill the monster and Moonlight is inspired. Jeb finds a super powerful gem that fuses with his axe, which makes it even more super badass than it already was. The next room we come to, we finally find the fucking Banyan Boys. They had a map with secret entrances to avoid enemies. They're trying to animate a huge statue to a great old one named Bokrug. Ledric is acting strangely and Moonlight can see that he's possessed. Combat breaks out and we're careful not to hurt Ledric. Moonlight, able to target the malevolent spirit directly, eventually forces it out of its host and it flees. Just as we're about to follow it, it bursts out through a door and it's brought some zombie friends. Combat is about to continue. This dude is a fucking worshipper of Bokrug this entire time. Moonlight was hoping to go first, but Moonlight goes last, so let's do this. Maybe they'll delay for you? Yeah, maybe they'll all delay. All, mm-hmm. all like, five of them. <laughs> They're like, we prefer to go in a group at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> after every single one of you guys, let's go. Please, a- after you. They're polite ghosts. Please, hit us with as many AoEs as you want. So we're going to start, actually, at the top of the order, the wizard. You can see the three undead beyond that doorway to the east. You might actually be the only one who has any... Well, Moonlight and the wizard have good line of sight on that doorway. Peach Pie and Jebediah do not, because of the statue. I don't have a lot of good shit versus undead, to be honest. I feel like undead's always kind of been our bane. Yeah, Moonlight sucks against undead. I'm terrible. I will be throwing books. Out of most of my good AOEs, too, that would actually affect undead. Yeah, your, your negative damage is not going to do much good here, probably. Your eclipse burst. Yeah. Jeb, on the other hand. I've just got an undead burst, but it can also hurt everyone else. Oh, everyone else is looking pretty healthy. Just shoot it to the back of the room. First action, I move 25 feet to be directly into the middle. Oh no, Peach Pie is further than 35 feet away from me now, isn't he? Or 30 feet away from me. Fuck. What the hell are you going to cast that makes a difference? Oh, come on, Swanee. You know what I'm about to cast. Okay, so that's the perfect spot. I move directly into the middle, 30 feet away from Jeb and Peach Pie, and 30 feet away from the enemies. Oh, I do, kn- I do know now. And I join my bonded item for level 6 spell and recall collective transposition. Hell yeah. And I move Jeb and Peach Pie right into their faces in a colorful flash of smoke. Damn. Nicely done. Peach Pie, Jeb, you both get teleported into a room like right in front of these four undead creatures. And this room is littered with bones. Human bones, skulls, tattered clothing, boxes, 
and just floating in stagnant water in here. Have fun, friends. Interesting round one of this combat. And that's going to take us over to the ghost that was possessing Lederick. The ghost looks surprised. And... No, sorry. I just... I'm not actually... I'm processing what exactly to... I had their movements and everything figured out. He wasn't ready for a collective transposition. I wasn't ready for collective transposition. Like, I know at all. They never are. They never are. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Let's see. The uh, ghost begins to cast a spell. I swing at the ghosts. I'm probably going to fail. This is... I don't know what it takes to hit a ghost, but I feel like it's not going to go super great. I get a 33. Looks like I miss. 33 misses. Oh, which one am I going out? Ledger? Yeah, the green cloaked guy. Undead one. Uh, 26 with the three on the dice, maybe? That'll miss. Huh. The spell that he casts is telekinetic maneuver. It's an attack using the spell attack roll. So, come on. It's a combat maneuver using the spell, spell attack roll. Peach Pie, with a 36, he is going to attempt to shove you. Well, that would succeed. This against what? Fortitude? Fortitude DC. He succeeds on the nose. Then he is going to push you five feet, which is out through the doorway and into the other room with the statue. Okay. I have been pushed. He will not follow. Shock. Shocking. And with his third action, he's going to reach out and touch Jeb. Why am I in this room? What happened? A 39 to hit. Yeah, yeah. Jeb, you take 42 points of negative and evil damage. Evil? Evil. But I'm righteous. I will smite thee. Eventually, when it's his turn. So that's going to take us over to one of these zombie-looking creatures. They've got Rand sewers, but they are going to fill that space with a five-foot step from where Peach Pie got shoved out of. So this creature, as it steps up, is going to be attacking Peach Pie with its Rand sewer and gets a 42 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, Peach Pie, that is going to deal you 25 points of damage. Sweet. And I need you to give me a fortitude save. Oh, I'm so glad. I get a 33. That is a success. <laughs> Critical success. <laughs> Heck yeah. That mist that's surrounding the Ransuer blade is actually pulling some of Peach Pie's essence out of it and putting it into the undead creature. It gets some temporary hit points from that. Peach Pie does a 35 hit you. 35 would still hit me. 35 hits. It does spend an action, free action to drop and claw at you. Go to a one-handed hold on that Ransuer. Deals you 22 points of damage. And I need you to give me another fortitude save. A fuck ton. You're fine. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. I really want to sunburst, but I don't think I can do it without hitting both me and Peach Pie. <laughs> but I think that's still what I would do. I'm cornered. Yeah, I think this room is just too big, or too small. Attempt a manipulate action. And they have no response. Perfect. Jeb casts Sunburst. Could you not leave the room first? I got to tumble through, wouldn't I? Yeah, that's true. He would. Yeah, he's very much cornered. Fuck it! Yeah, that kind of kills that. So Jeb just novas the room and 
Six, all right, six targets. Here it goes. Jeb is casting Sunburst into the room, catching everyone, including himself and Peach Pie. Of course you fucking failed. Peach Pie, do you want to action point it? Yeah, I think I probably will. It's a lot of damage. You're not undead. It's only 8d10. Only 8d10. Yeah, I'm going to try it. We'll get to see what happens. Hell yeah. I get a 38. Okay. So that was hero point use? Yeah, hero point. Jeez, look at those rolls on 8d10, though. 68 oh, damage on 8d10. 9, 9, 9, Those are solid fucking rolls right there. The lowest rolls is 6. 53 on that next 8d10. Good rolls again. Is this the additional damage? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it deals 8d10 fire damage to all creatures in the area, plus 8d10 additional positive damage to undead creatures. Yeah, these guys might have a fuck ton of hit points, but they're still only wounded. Yeah. And that one dude that was already heavy still isn't dead yet, so... Alright. Yeah, only one of them failed. The rest of them succeeded. A swing with 34. Uh, that'll miss. Well, after Jebediah unleashes holy fire into the room, burns up some of the zombies, it looks like it hurts them pretty good, but they are still ready for combat. In fact, it's one of their turns. They're going to use an action to trip Jebediah. Wait, no, it's just dis it's disarm in range. So, okay, so they're going to make a disarm, use a, a disarm action, which is athletics versus your... Well, that's a nat 20, so it doesn't really fucking matter. And Tyler fucking oh, us up continues. <laughs> On a critical success, uh, let's see. You drop your weapon, I think. I ch- my arm gets chopped off. You knock the item out of the target's grasp. It falls to the ground in the target's space. You're forcing me to cast spells. Oh, no. I'm stronger that way. And <laughs> <laughs> that 20 on the die, it knocks it out of Jebediah's hand with the ran sewer, getting it in between one of the handle and the axe blade and wrenching it from you. With its second action, it's going to stab at you with that ran sewer. Does a 31 hit? No. And I think it would be even less than that because of the multiple attack penalty. No! He's going to use his third action to move up and get a little closer to the door here, which takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. All right, well, action one, I think I'm just going to battle medicine myself, actually, set the DC to 20, and I'm going to succeed, and I'm going to hit myself up for only 18. That's all right, it's 18. I use the second action to put my hand back on the mallet, and then we going to fuck up that guy right in front of me. Swing! Ah, miss. I'm going to go over to one of the enemies that's next to Peach Pie, one of the ones holding the Ransuer. First action to reach down and grab Jeb's axe. And then die because it's Jeb's axe? I was going to say, how's a ghost picking up my shit? No, this isn't the ghost. This is one of the rants you were holding zombies. So one of the zombies reaches down, grabs Jeb's axe with one action, tosses it behind them with another. He's going to claw at you with its third action and miss with an 18. Moonlight, it's your turn. I move up within range of Mr. Ghost Boy. I got one left. We're going to use it. Need a fortitude save from him. One more spirit blast, huh? Yep, that's all I got. 37 on the fortitude save. Oh, that's a success. Fucking rolling good for one roll. I need him to roll shitty. But I got a lot of sixes. 82 damage on my level 7 spirit blast. 18d6. 
but he takes half for 41. Pretty good. Pretty good. To be fair, that success is about what you normally deal on a failure with your bad rolls. 18 D6. That's so much. But no resistance on that. That is pure force damage, baby. Pure force. Well done. Tashlock and Sturvin are going to be dragging Lederick toward the door. And they're going to make it all the way over and get Lederick into the other room where you encountered the uh, three-limbed monstrosity. Which takes us up to the top of round two. Just so you guys know, I'm out of sixth and seventh level spells. <laughs> you can throw some books, it's fine. Uh, I haven't used any seventh level spells. Please don't. I'm just trying to get this big guy down. He's almost, he's got to be almost dead. The ghost boy. My only issue is my sixth and seventh level spells will not work against these guys. Got any fireballs left? Probably use them again in the other room, though, I suppose, with the tallow oozes. <laughs> yeah. Seventh level, I just have color spray and eclipse burst. Sixth level, I got dragon form. I used all my fifth level, but I can recall either a fireball or a cone of cold. I'm thinking about just recalling a fireball. I don't see the third guy, though, so I feel like I need to move around and yeah, I see them all now. Yeah, so first action move, free action drain bonded item level five to recall fifth level fireball. And I will place it. That should hit all of them and not hit Jeb or Peach Pie. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, so there is a spot I can hit all four of them and not Jeb or Peach Pie. All right. So reflex saves. Here they come. We've got two failures and two successes. The ghost succeeds. Okay, and it's a 10d6 fire. And I roll my normal. Oh my god! That's that's pretty standard for the Wiz's damage rolls. That's uh, four ones and uh, three twos. A couple threes and a single six. Only one above half. 10d6 comes out to 22 damage before the success. Oh, and the fucking dude resisted all of it. Yep, Ghost resists all of the half damage. Well then. After the wizard moves up, cast Fireball, the ghost moves back deeper into this storeroom, still within sight of the statue. His form is flickering kind of in and out, and he, he holds one of his hands out to the Bokrug statue beyond everybody. Bokrug, help your worshiper! The statue rumbles slightly, and this wave of intoxicating fear permeates the room. And I need everybody to give me a will save. 41. I don't leave me. 40. See you guys later. There's variances that occur based on the will saves that you made during your dreams. This is only going to affect Moonlight, the Wizard, and Peach Pie because they're in that room with the statue. Jebediah, being that you're in this storeroom, this flooded storeroom with the enemies, you're not going to be affected by this. I'd also like to point out it was a critical success anyways, but... Nice. Non-chaotic creatures. Are the three of you non-chaotic? I would consider... I am chaotic. So, Peach Pie, this doesn't apply to you. I think Moonlight's technically true neutral. The Wiz is true neutral. So you are going to have a circumstance circumstance penalty on the saving throw equal to the number of failed saving throws against the dreams. So I get a 39 then? I also get a 39. So you're both going to succeed on those. Each pie critically fails even worse than he already did. 
Yeah, actually does critically fail because his penalty is more. So Peach Pie, you are frightened too, and that value will not decrease while you are in the caves. That won't be much longer. This will all be dead. We're almost out of here, boys. And he uses his second and third action to cast a spell at Peach Pie. We'll need to give me a will save. Poison. He points to you, Peach Pie, and then beyond you to the statue, and at the casting of the spell says, Prostrate yourself before Bokrug. Uh, that was a uh, dominate spell. Oof. Dominate. Yikes. Which is going to take us over to one of these zombies. Luckily, Peach Pie hasn't moved yet. That one now understands that, well, Peach Pie is not exactly a huge threat at the moment. How smart are these things? Holy fuck. Very smart. And we'll be using an action to attack Jebediah with the Ransour. Kind of continue to waylay Jeb as he's separated from the party. Gets a 41 to hit. Yes, sir. Jeb, you're going to take 26 damage, and you need to give me a fortitude save. 38. 38. That is a success. You save against the effect. It still takes some of your essence and gets some temporary HP, though. It's just going to keep attacking Jeb. 26 to hit. Miss, please, thank you. Yeah, it misses, thankfully. And then uh, 29. Looks like it'll also miss. Jeb, it's your turn. You're flanked in this room. And they seem to be focus firing on you now. Jeb cast regenerate on himself. Hell yeah. Fucking love that spell. I gain uh, regen 15 and I cannot die. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeb. Hell yeah. Regeneration's at the beginning of my turn, right? Yeah. You should grapple your axe back from that motherfucker. Oh, he threw threw it off. Oh, he threw threw it. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could just be casting Disrupt Undead on these idiots. Idiots. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything worth the one action. Well, do I see, like, Peach Pie trembling? You see that there was a spell cast on him, and they were, he was given a clear command. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to attempt to not be cornered, and I'm going to try to step back out of this room. Tumble through? Then that's acrobatics. Yeah, acrobatics versus the reflex DC. 30? 30 is what you need. You succeed? Um, yeah, that'll be my turn. Thanks. Oh, I see. You're getting closer to the door and to them. Right. Yeah. Trying to keep a front line. Got it. Well, that's going to take us over to one of the, uh, one of the zombies. They're going to delay. Peach Pie, you've been compelled to move to the statue. Uh, move to the statue and kneel before it. Hmm, thank you. I do. Then, the one that delayed is going to go now. And he's going to move out of the room probably provoking an attack of opportunity from Jeb here. Heck yeah. Punch that motherfucker. Oh yeah. yeah it's just gonna be a punch. <laughs> but you get I'm it. probably, what's the negative to that? Oh, it's just uh, your unarmed, unarmed attack is just uh, what, either your dex or your strength, whichever you prefer. To be honest with you, I'm not even gonna, t- I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> You're just not even gonna bother? I'm not gonna. Okay. Well, he's gonna use an action to move around Jebediah to the, to the right to get north of the wizard. A single action left to attack the wizard. Ah, oh, gets a nat one on the die. All right, then the other zombie goes. This one has to put his hand back on his Ransour. But he goes through the door and goes left of Jebediah to get on the other side. Why me? 
Yeah, I'm really curious why these smart zombies are doing this. Taking out the spellcasters. That's what's the smart thing to do. Smart zombies? <laughs> yes, that's what he said. They're super smart. Oh, They're super smart zombies. Okay. <laughs> Taking out the casters. I'm fucking the caster. I, I fucking did 100 damage to these guys. It's true. You have been doing a shit. Okay, I get it. He knows. They know who the real threat is. You make a pretty good argument, actually. You've been healing. You've been dealing damage. <laughs> Anyways, they're gonna. They're, they've set up here, so they're gonna attack the wizard with their second a- or with their third action, and get a forty to hit. That does hit. All right, then that's gonna deal the wizard forty-eight points of damage. Give me a fortitude save. Ow. A uh, thirty. A thirty is a success. Moonlight. It's your turn. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's exactly 30 feet. Okay. I'm going to cast Shadow Blast. This is that fun one that uh, basically can be whatever the fuck I want it to be. Oh, that's right. The moldable AoE. Choose acid, bludgeoning, cold, electric, fire, force, piercing, slashing, or sonic damage, and choose a 30-foot cone, 15-foot burst within 120 feet, or a 50-foot line. The blast deals 5d8 damage of your type to each creature in the area. So I'm going to do a 15-foot burst of force damage that hits medium undead number 2 and Mr. Kozern. Here's the hard part. They each need to give me a reflex or will save their choice. Their choice? Yes. Really? Yep, that's the one thing that makes this spell kind of shitty is they get to choose their, their higher save. Or maybe they're just frustrated and they'll just choose their lower one the zombie between the two of them gets a critical failure with the nat one on the die the ghost gets a 40 40 is a success obviously the other one is a critical failure 5d8 damage oh there's more like my normal rolls two ones a two a three and a six 13 damage 13 damage to the ghost all goes through because it's force damage so it takes a little more damage. It's not looking great. It's flickering in and out. It almost looks like it's sick. The zombie just barely got through his temporary HP from the last time he stabbed Jeb. And then third action. God, I wish there's something I could do to help the wizard, but there really isn't. Oh, I'm fine. It's going to become a dragon. I'm a little drunk. I did not realize the fucker crit me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have to move away. That's my third action. I'm done. Then after Moonlight, that's going to take us back up to the top of the round. Third round. Wizard, you're being flanked by zombies with rain sewers. Cool. First action, I'm starting to run away. 5, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, hey, Peach Pie. Bokrug is lord. Bokrug is lord. Bokrug is lord. What's Bernard doing? Bokrug is lord. Bokrug is lord. (laughs) (laughs) Nap out of it. So I was trying to get out of vision completely, but it looks like medium undead number ones can still see me. He's the only one, though. Free action, drain bonded item level four. Recall my fourth level invisibility. Second and third actions, I cast fourth level invisibility on myself. Well, that's going to take us over to the ghost. Jeb, give me a perception check. Uh, 28, sorry, yeah. 29. Jeb, you catch the ghost flying into one of the boxes in the storeroom. One of the ones against the left wall as you would enter it. You're not entirely certain which one, but he dives down into one of them, and he disappears. Okay. 
And that's going to take us over to the Rancewer zombie that's facing Jeb down. It's going to take a movement action into the room. And while flanking you with his body, will attack you with his Rancewer. 41 to hit. That's critical. Yeah? Yeah. 44 points of damage. Give me a fortitude save. 25. Is a failure. First one. Jeb, you're drained one. And it takes some of that life essence it steals from you and gives it back to itself as temp HP. And then we'll attack you one more time with the advantageous positioning. Are these fucking tools going to help us? The fucking bandits, didn't we save them? They left. They left? They've been gone a while. Why didn't we leave? They took They took Lederick out. Fucking pussies. <laughs> Jeb does a 30 hit. No. Then you're good. It's your turn. I'm going to do some reflex saves. Starting with number two. He fails. A chain lightning bounces to number one. Shit. He fails. A chain lightning bounces to number three. Two 30s in a row. Oh, number succeeds. three gets uh, 38. 61 to him. Can zaps. Jeb, your D12 rolls have been pretty fucking on point for damage tonight. Yeah, except they're all still fucking fine. Where's my weapon? Like on that first skull? Yeah, back in the storeroom. Yeah, that's a good place to consider it. Yeah, that first skull. All right, I have my turn. I move towards my weapon. Okay, so a little bit of retcon here, David. You should have gotten a will save at the end of your last turn. Go ahead and take it now. 38. Shake it off, because you succeeded. Peach Pie, why don't you go ahead and take your turn? Well, I come back around the corner, and hey, there's a guy. I kill it. (laughs) You did it! Yay. Just declare him dead. 36 to hit. That'll hit. 34 damage. All right. Attack number two with my third action. 36 to hit. That'll hit. 28 damage. 28, all right. Done. Okay. Then after Peach Pie, going to take us over to that undead that you just took a moment to wreck. Going to use his first action to attempt to disarm the stake driver from you. The fuck are these things? Jesus. Damn, get to two on the die. 27 doesn't beat your uh, reflex DC. 27? No, that's that would fail. Okay. What is your reflex DC? 30. Close. <laughs> With failing on the disarm, it's not a critical failure. With its second action, is going to step around so that it can get into flanking with his friends. Oh, I'll take an attack of opportunity on him then. Yeah, I suppose he will. 39 to hit. That hits. 31 damage. Okay. Wow, you're just... Now you're all sorts of threatening. He uses last action to attack you. Nobody puts peach pie in a corner. (laughs) 28. Looks like that's going to miss. Then we've got the one that watched the wizard disappear. They'll uh, step 20 feet towards that space that the wizard went to and attempt to attack that square. Invisibility is a DC 11, right? For hidden. You're hidden. They, they know what square you're in, but they don't know where in that square you are, so it's a 50% mischance, basically. Uh, gets a 29 to hit, though, which looks like it might miss. 29 misses. So no need to worry about that mischance. It is going to make a second attempt, though. 26 on the die. Miss it. Or, sorry, 26, which misses. He is cheating, 26 you bastard. On the die. <laughs> 26 on the die. Uh, uh, D30. <laughs> Pretty sure that's critical hit, right? That's critical hit, right? He actually misses both times. Wizard going invisible dip wasn't even the difference of making that happen. Well, Moonlight, it's your turn. 
I don't know, all this movement has so messed up what I had thought of doing. I'm not even sure at this point. <laughs> They're so spread out and everything. I'm going to move away from this guy. Still within 30 feet. I'm going to throw a book at him. I don't know. I'm running out of spells that can actually damage these fuckers. 39 to hit. Nice, that's a hit. This is my magical bound book. 33 damage. Nice, 33 damage. That does it. That's my turn. At the bottom of round three, Tashlock Banyan comes in from the door that the, he drug Lederick through with his brother Sturvin. Bow drawn, sees that Peach Pie is engaging with one of these zombie monsters. So he takes aim at and attacks one of them. Gets a nat 20 on the die. Nice. wonder if he's going to steal this kill. That's a Banyan thing to do. He has him 49 points of damage and destroys him. Fucking Banyans <laughs> just coming in and stealing kills all the time. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't actually taking a look at how many hit points he had left. I just saw that he was in the red. Well, these creatures, these undead creatures, have had a reaction this entire time. Something called Dreadful Spite. And its trigger is when they are reduced to zero hit points. With that final reaction, they make a strike before being destroyed. So this Banyan coming in and killing this undead Rancor-wielding creature, it actually strikes out at Peach Pie. Gets a 39 to hit. I'll hit. And will deal you 16 points of piercing damage. Shit rolls. But that black mist that was around it doesn't pull your life essence out of you. It actually rushes into your body. Does it now? You are now doomed one. Oh, fun. What's well, doomed, dude? I don't want to look at that. It does jack shit. It's, oh. it's worthless. It reduces your max dying value by one. Yeah, so if you're doomed one, that means that instead of dying at dying five, I'm assuming for you. Five, five or six for Peach Pie. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I don't remember. It's pretty high. I, do I think it's normally high. five. For I mean, if we're looking five with Die Hard... You go down to four with Doom 1. If it was Doom 2, it would then just be dying 3, etc. Yeah. But you were doomed 1 for the next 10 rounds. And then it bleh, dies. Okay, then with his third action, he's going to keep going. He's going to roll with it. Make an attack at the only other undead that he can see. Fucking 18 on the die. Gets a 39 to hit. Dude, Banyan Boy, a baller. I say no to self. Don't actually fight these guys. They have higher to hits than I do. <laughs> Deals him 18 points of damage. That's his turn. Runs in, shoots both of those arrows. He says, come on, we have a path to go. Come. This isn't over. No, we need to cleanse this place. That's going to take us up to the top of the round. This is round four. Wizard. Invisible. Within range and getting stabbed at by a zombie. It's your turn. I'm an invisible dragon now. Fuck you. Yeah, dragon form, first and second actions. Uh, I haven't decided on what color I want to be yet, though. Rainbow. I had like 20 minutes. I'm still, I'm still looking through. 20 minutes to since it. the last time. It's actually pretty hard to metagame because we don't actually know what these things are. They've resisted like every type of damage we've thrown at them, at them except for force that I can think of. Be a force dragon. No, they haven't. He did. The undead haven't. Undead have just been stealing people's hit points, so that's why it's been reduced. Is because they've been they've had negative or they've had temporary hit points. As much as I feel like cold is probably the wrong decision, it's it's a theme for me. Like I, I gotta go cold, um, so I will go silver. I'm gonna go silver. 
Uh, third action, I will do a uh, Jaws attack. Yeah, I roll nat one. It's my turn. Big invisible dragon wizard. That's going to lead us over to one of the two remaining zombies. This one's down by the door, either 20 feet away from Peach Pie in the room with the statue or back into the storage room where Jeb went with the axe. They use one action to walk into the room, second action to close the door, third action to attack Jebediah. 40 to hit, and will deal you 24 points of damage. Then the ghost comes out from its place in the boxes that was along the north wall, and with two actions, uses an ability it has called Malevolent Possession. So we're going to look at the Possession spell. How would you just try the will save before you do it? I think it's a will save. Yeah, it is a will save. Go ahead. It's got to be a will save. Yeah, will save on this. Do I critically succeed? Well, a 39 is a success. Then I do! You can't possess me. He can't even ride along in the body in your body while the spell lasts, which is really what he wanted to do. So he moves to slide into Jebediah's form and just like hitting a brick wall, stops, face into his chest, wastes those two actions in doing so. That's going to take us over to Jeb. You're now in a closed room with these two creatures. They just tried to possess you. I will heal 15. Fucking take Lurt out. Gotta be almost dead. I'd like him to make a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Which one? Uh, ghost or the... Lurt. Lurt. Ghost. Fortitude save. Incoming. He gets a 31. Okay, well this will just be halved, but I am... I'm healing him. Ah, positive heal, right? Positive damage? 48 plus 32. I don't think you get the plus 32, do you? No. Oh, then I'm not going to do that. The target is undead, you deal the amount of positive damage to it. It's the harm spell that's nerfed in that It specifically hard. says for two actions, if you're healing a living creature, increase the hit points. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to do 40. All right, well, instead I'm going to do chain lightning. Ah! <laughs> He succeeds, but it bounces back to number two. And he also succeeds, but they take half damage. Wow, he rolled a four and succeeded. But he's still up, unfortunately. Yeah, 71 on the die. Oh, I put plus 32 because I was about to cast that heal. So it's not 71. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. I was so glad that was so fucking high. Is he going to take no damage from that, too? Uh, I think that means he would take no damage from that. That's what, 39 damage? Half is 19? Half is 19? He should be taking 4 damage. Hell yeah. And then with my final action, I'll pick up my axe. After that, Peach Pie, it's your turn. Okay, there's a closed door. I go up to the door, and I think that's not very friendly. I open it. Boop. I'll hang a guy to bonk. I'll bonk him. Oh, I missed it the 20 edit. Don't bonk him. You do miss. Then that's going to take us over to the one that's stabbing at Peach Pie. He missed on both of those attacks. Stabbing at the wizard? Mm-hmm. At the wizard, sorry. Yeah, stabbing at the invisible wizard. Dragon wizard. Wizard dragon. Can you please get it correct? Is it wizard dragon, not dragon wizard? <laughs> actually, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I was fucking with you. I don't actually know. Proper pronouns, please. Proper dragon pronouns. Yes, please. It's a dragon... Is it a dragon wizard or a wizard dragon? Oh, my God. (laughs) 
It's 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 got to be a dragon wizard, right? Because like the first thing is, oh, more like dragging these balls over your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wizard that's a dragon, or it's is it a dragon formed wizard? Dragon wizard, wizard dragon. I don't know. I, I need to smoke about this. Like <laughs> <laughs> the one that was stabbing at the at the wizard realizes that he's not ex- exactly in in uh, the greatest position out here with this new archer entering the field, and he can't see this this thing in front of him. So he's going to return back to the storeroom and sees a perfect opportunity for a flank, and we'll do just that. We'll flank Peach by with his buddy, and we'll make an attack roll. Gets a 44 to hit. That'll crit. Beach by give me a fortitude save after taking 46 points of piercing damage. 31. Succeeds. I critically succeed. Yeah, you're fine. He is going to get another attack, though, and he is going to take it. The second attack only gets a 27 to hit. Misses. All right. Well, then that's its turn. Takes us over to Moonlight. You're up. To try to kill half the party while trying to kill them. <laughs> oh, look at that perfect line. I see what you're doing. That, that, is, that is a very nice line. <laughs> Such a perfect I can't line. die. I can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> yeah, Peach Pie does not have the hit points for me to do that. But since Jeb can't die, and the two that are really low are the two that are in with Jeb. Sorry, Jeb. You're getting the Shadow Blast. I can't, dude. I've always wondered what it's like to be attacked by my friends. <laughs> you, you do it enough, to be fair. I was going to say it's all of the time. Like, I also attacked myself this round. This most recent did. episode, I think I hit you with like two or three different spells. Yeah, it was the Talo fight. I kept getting pissed because you were making them go faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you kept doing fire and you kept doing cold. It did extra damage. Okay. Is everybody going to give me a will save? I'm assuming it's the same as before. Yep, they will all give a will save. I feel like you know that I'm really good at will, right? I, I, I do know that you're really good at will. Well, the ghost succeeds with a 37. The zombie fails with a 25. Right, and Jeb gets a... 38. Succeeds, which critically succeeds because it's a will save. Nice. Okay, so zombie boy, you said, takes full damage? Yep. Right? Half damage to ghosty boy. So he'll take 22 damage. That will kill him, or destroy him outright, but of course, like the other one, he's going to use that reaction. Sorry, Peach Pie, you're going to go down anyways. <laughs> yep. I was going to say, which one is it? Oh, it is. The one next to Peach Pie. Yeah, and was it, it was focusing on Peach Pie too. Yep, that one that just was destroyed is going to attack Peach Pie in a last fit of fuck you. Oh shit, that one, get wrecked. Uh, that that dying stab doesn't work out then. Kill stealing Banyan is gonna roll up and fucking <laughs> throw a single arrow into the guy we've been trying to kill for fucking two weeks and kill him. No, no, he's not gonna be attacking the ghost. He can't actually see him. Yeah, but he is gonna go for the undead, uh, the zombie one that's right in front of Moonlight and take two shots at him. Be really nice. He can take that guy out. That's fine with me. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. The guy still has a decent amount of HP. I am now out of 5th level spells also, guys. Uh, gets a 33 to hit him, which hits. Oh, I'm spell broke. I'm alright, just not good against undead. Deals him 18 points of damage. And another attack. This one gets a 35, also hits. Deals him 23 points of damage. Now, without a crit, he doesn't do a terrible amount of damage, but 
still 40 hit points that we didn't have before. Well, that takes us up to the top of round five. The wizard dragon dragon wizard. Invisible dragon wizard dragon wizard. I fly behind this guy. Can you... Uh, can you squeeze... Do you have to, like, squeeze through that door? I don't know. That's a question for you, GM. Can a large dragon fit through that door? He's long. He's long. That's long. I don't have reach. That's legit. Yeah, you're yeah, it is actually, that reach. is actually legit. Uh, I'll, yeah, never mind. Everything's fine. Uh, you're good. <laughs> I have a hundred foot fly speed, so am I, am I okay to go from ground, fly all the way over there, and then land on the ground again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's kind of terrifying, like, feeling the gust of wind of a dragon. Yeah, no shit. It's, like, very smog-esque. I rolled a five and got a 27. Yeah, that won't do it. Uh, third action, one more swing, and I roll a five again uh, for is. a 22 this time with the multiple attack penalty. Uh, so I turned into a dragon, and I have yet to hit anybody. Still invisible. <laughs> still, still invisible. Does invisible help me at all? They'd be flat-footed to me, right? It still doesn't matter. I've been rolling fives. It's been, yeah, that bad. Yeah, it hasn't mattered. Well, that sucks, bud. Then that's going to take us over to the ghost, who is so poorly attempted to possess Jeb. That just didn't work for him. I don't know if you have... I have a history of making very strong-willed characters. That's <laughs> true. Will says are kind of your thing. I don't like being manipulated. And you know what? Out of frustration, he's going to cast a spell at Jeb. Jeb, give me a will save. Not the, like, the best idea he's ever had, but... you have attack of opportunity as a dragon Ted? Not a thing. I get no feats. Uh, I said I would not be manipulated, so I'm action pointing. How's a 36? A 36 is a success. I critically succeed. All right. Well, <laughs> using a hero point, you feel him not not necessarily trying to invade your mind, but you feel like he's trying to uh, siphon your mental faculties out of your brain, uh, and you resist it. You were unaffected. Eh, he didn't learn his lesson there at all. Jeb, you're up. I'll attempt a fortitude save on him. He'll succeed. Uh, yeah, he gets 31. I will disrupt his undead body. Shit, you ha- you took disrupt undead? I've had it for so long. You've had it the whole time? We don't. We haven't fought any. Like, I thought we were going to fight a bunch of undead from book one, and then we just started running into fucking the dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hit him for 15 positive damage. I'm just going to close in on him. Jebediah getting uncomfortably close to the ghost. Spooky ghost. Spooky Jebediah. He's trying to possess you and you won't let him. Nope. Peach Pie, your turn. Things. I take a five foot step to the west. Get in flanking with moonlight. We're going to try and kill this last motherfucker who's out here. And so we... Looks like that's a crit. Yeah, uh, 40 is a crit. Hell yeah. 81 damage. <laughs> You're, you're welcome for the flanking. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, just uh, as before, with a reaction, as yeah. it's dying, it stabs at you with his Ransor. Let's see it. Gets a two on the die of a 28 ah. to hit. Misses. He swings Lucky out. me. Misses, drops to his knees, and dies. That's the peach pie damage we've been missing. Peach pie moves into the other room with his third action and gets in flanking with the wizard. Done. Moonlight, your turn. I really don't know what to do here. Oh, fuck. Do that. 120 feet, one creature. 
Let's do um, range spell attack on Lurty Boy here. Uh, 40 to hit, Mr. Lurt. That'll hit. This is Searing Light. 96 fire. Oh! And 96 good against undead. Yeah! <laughs> For a total of 70 damage. I love it when you guys realize that everyone had that. Yeah, except it's kind of bad for me because it's charisma. Yeah, nobody can hit with it except Moonlight. Yeah. Moonlight's yeah. the one that has a good charisma score. <laughs> I tried it on that fucking grotesque thing that swallowed me, but... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we all missed against that thing. Yeah. Well, 70 points of damage well gets into its destroyed hit points. And as the Syrian Light pierces his ghostly body and this ectoplasmic burst occurs and just into nothing. I feel like Moonlight flinches a little bit just casting it because it's so, like, antithesis to everything they do. It's so, like, bright. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. Yay! You killed the Dibbuk. The what? Dibbuk. Dibbuk. D-Y-B-B-U-K. What were those other things? Whites. Just whites? Just straight up whites? White cultists. So specific creatures for this. My regeneration completes itself, and I heal 120 health. Whew. Damn, Jeb. Yeah, I'm gonna pop my uh, reflection of light. I also popped you with a 56 because I don't like you that low, Thanks, even bud. if we're not in combat. Appreciate it. I am down to some low ass spells. Do we get a minute for my resonant reflection to go through? Easily, yeah. All right. I pop mine too. Get the full health. I'll search this room. I search it as well, and my spell slime is with me, just in case. I suck. Uh, I took twice as long and got a 41. Uh, okay, so you are able to look through this room. It looks as though it's uh, certainly used to be a jumbled storeroom. There's open crates that hold figurines of giant lizards and ornate lizard masks. There are ornamental daggers hung on the walls over boxes of candles. However, there are also 20 rotted corpses that lie sprawled on the ground in murky, ankle-deep water, and remnants of flesh and scale-patterned robes still stuck to their bodies. The smell of rotten decay is strong in here, obviously, and the floor is thick with the discarded detrius, mold, and muck. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize how gross this room was. Actually, in some of these crates and these boxes in here, you find what looks to be a small story or a, somebody was stashing large quantities of rand sewers, non-magical rand sewers, shields, armor, kind of a low-grade low grade armor, not like the top-tier shit that you guys want. It's not magical by any means. But it looks like this was a storeroom where maybe somebody was stashing to either prepare for a rebellion or prepare to, like, defend themselves against the invaders. I put it all in my bag. Yeah, we're gonna take it to the villagers. Yep. Yeah, you think you could out- outfit a decent amount of the villagers with this equipment? I throw it all in my bags of holding and all my extra-dimensional storage spaces. I can probably carry it all. Honestly, I'm not too worried about it. I'm gonna hand wave it. We got big, strong peach pie and Jeb to carry some shit, too. Yeah, we can carry Dang. some boxes. Okay. So, with this discovery, you gain an additional four defense points for Willowside. Oh, nice. That's like a whole day's work. Oh, yeah, I forgot we're doing that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like defense points. What the fuck is that? <laughs> all right, we're down here. For, we're down here for a reason. That's right. Was there anything magical in this room at all? Is, is that the in time of need? It's just a bunch of weapons, a bunch of mundane weapons and armor. I think there's more going on. I think the town was founded by devil worshippers, demon worshippers, and like they'd summon the essence of Bokrug or some shit down here with the giant ominous fucking statue. statue. Yeah. Oh, so you think they were evil and they were they summoned I do. evil. Particularly because I was uh I caught Tyler saying like it was just kind of an offhanded thing that one of the commoners or somebody said like there's thoughts that not everything is as it seems in the town's founding. Whoa. I mean, I, and it's obvious that there was certainly Bokrug uh worship going on down here. Yeah. So I think something like that. Uh, any items on the creatures themselves? Or any magic? That's where things start getting magical. Magical! Each of the three zombies, the whites, their ranciers are magical. And at this point, you recognize a plus one striking rune when you see one. And they also each carry platinum religious symbols to Bokrug. I call one. Each worth 150 gold apiece. There's one other item of interest, though. The Rand Sewer that Lederick dropped. It's also magical, but it's a little bit more than just a plus one striking Rand Sewer. Okay. Uh, I roll Arcana to identify and get a 34. You have that thing now where you said you can like identify everything with Arcane now? No, that's not till 15. Oh. Yeah, that, that will actually do it. Yeah, it's because you're a master, actually. I made the difference here. This is a plus two keen greater striking Ransewer. Keen? Is keen a thing we can remove? Yeah, all the runes can. Keen is, in fact, a rune. Each pie, go keen. Wait, if you have a plus... You don't, you don't have any property runes on yours, do you, David? I do. Got I, the have, sonic I have one. Sonic, yeah. Oh, but yours so is you a plus have two, two, so you can have yeah. two. Yeah, but not supposed to, so I can have two. Does Keen go on bludgeoning? Uh, it's only piercing or slashing. I was going to say, Keen might be only on certain types. It's it only is. piercing and slashing. Attacks with this weapon are a critical hit on a 19 on the die as long as that result is a success. Guess it's going to Jebediah. Yours, Jeb. It's interesting that it's uncommon. Like It's kind of cool because Keen is, was always kind of a little broken. Like, it was a kind of a go-to. Yeah, it, was, it was always the go-to. Yeah, it wasn't broken. It, it was, was strong. Bad. It was strong. It was a broken in a sense that you could stack it with certain classes to get 15 to 20. Critting on 16s and 15s. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that gets a little ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you had to confirm, but still. It's worth some fucking gold, too. 3,000 3, gold. Nah, it's definitely better off putting it on somebody. Yeah. Which literally is only Jeb. Jeb's the only one that yep. would benefit from that. We're going to add Keen to his axe. Jesus. <laughs> it's so that axe so is ridiculous. Powerful. So what is it? Plus two <laughs> greater striking. Keen. Shocking. Keen. Is it like greater shocking or just regular shocking? It's just regular shocking. shocking. <laughs> Oh, by the way, once every 10 minutes, it can just negate all electric damage that is targeted yeah. somebody within 10 feet. Like, that's fucking insane. I love I it. I guess lightning bolts is when I feel like it. I enjoy that we're trying to make an artifact, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it between both me and Peach Pie. We have, like, weapons that no matter what Tyler would try to throw at us, we wouldn't get rid of them. Um, you might get rid of your, pop, your steak trip. Maybe, I don't know. yeah. But the point of 2E is... 
like the with the rune system is that you should you never have to get rid of yeah, your weapon. Keep the weapon, yeah. You keep the weapon, you just move the properties from one to the other. It's nice for like thematic RP, like your weapon almost levels up with you. So yeah, I guess uh talk to the Banyan boys to help us carry these fucking crates up. I thank him for one-shotting somebody for us. Yeah. <laughs> Taking that one guy out. Uh, wizard, can you... Is there any kind of research you can do on this statue out here? Yeah, I'll come check it out. I mean, I'll detect magic on it and investigate it further. Maybe Sturvin knows more, too. He's been around town. He's Any yeah. type of skill check I can... A cult or religion, whichever you prefer. And, uh, yeah, if you want to have Sturvin come out, he'd look at it with you. Yeah, Moonlight would ask him if he could assist, since he knows the local lore better than we do. He's outside the door, just back in the room where the pews are, and he found that gem for Jeb's weapon. Watching over Lederick, Lederick's still unconscious. He comes back into the room and asks Tashlock to go back and watch Lederick just to make sure he's okay. But when Sturvin enters the room, he's holding a charm. It's another platinum charm. This one is uh, also of Bookrug, but it's much finer. And he comes and gives it to the wizard. See here, this is... My brother was wearing it. Lederick was wearing it. He was just tucking it under his shirt. I should have known as soon as he buttoned up his vest that something was wrong. Oh, it was the ghosts. He put it on when he got when he was possessed. When he possessed him. Yep. Put on the Bokrug charm. Yeah, this one is, uh, like I said, quite a bit. Uh, looks looks much nicer. Uh, this charm is worth 1,200 gold. Oh, damn. And just hoard 1,200 gold to yourself for trophy purposes? Oh, no, I don't need that one. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I don't I don't care what they are. I, I'm just trying to keep... You just want to have one. I have I have like nine right now. I've got a wooden one to Kid and Kaylee. Look at it. You're a serial killer. A silver one to Calistria. <laughs> <laughs> a wooden one that's been uh, defaced to Gozra. Uh, Dusklight's Aridin symbol. A platinum one for Aridin. So I've got two for Aridin, I guess. One for Zephgavazeb. I'm just holding on to him. That's yeah. fun. I'm having a hard time finding his shit. There he is. Well, he's got Arcana. Doesn't have religion, though? No. Not at what all. A douche. He could try to help you untrained. No thanks. Yeah. He's a sorcerer. He's not a wizard. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't really exactly know much about this. It actually unnerves me quite a bit. I'm trying to discover if the possession happened because of the statue. Like, where'd that ghost come from? Well, Lurt seemed to have some sort of power over the statue when he commanded it that one time. Not exactly sure what else it can do. I mean, he did put the necklace on it, on him, on Lederick's body. Maybe he was some sort of cult leader down here? I could have 32 to investigate the statue. 32 religion. As far as the statue itself, it has this weight to it. Like, it's big, and it's it's got like 15 feet tall, 15 feet wide at the base, but it just, when you are looking up at it, you can feel it pressing down on you just like it like a the weight of it is pressing on your mind it's not magic but this thing has some sort of power to it some sort of connection to someplace else interesting can we destroy it it might take some time but it might be able to be done is there a reason for us to destroy it it's a 
statue to an evil god. Okay. Where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. It's like super dangerous if they like go back to summoning this thing. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Still, still asking. Do we have a reason to destroy it? Just go around destroying all all statues to all gods. Just like <laughs> Aridin, bad. We will bow to bad. no one. Yeah. gives <laughs> a bad. Unless, unless they're a neutral god, they they get destroyed. <laughs> Good and evil are both evil. Sounds like the wizard. Interesting. The opposite, opposite side of the same coin. They each have their fanatics. It's on context, I suppose. Peach Pride's probably not frightened or doomed anymore. I don't think I get out of that until we leave this place entirely. You're not doomed, at least. Doomed, you would not be doomed any longer. That's correct. But you are still frightened as long as you are here. You've also had, like, 40 minutes to do some healing on yourselves, if you'd like. Yeah, because the wizard took twice as long as identify. <laughs> For both the Ransour and the statue. Wizard, with your religion check, you are able to determine that this statue is somehow supernaturally resilient to damage. And it is just way too big to move anywhere, either. So I know it's resilient to damage. Do I know what kinds of damage? Like, specifically, like, physical damage, magical damage? Do I think there's a way to, like, dispel the magic? Is there... All damage. What about magic? What kind of spell would you cast on it that isn't a damaging spell? Like a dispel magic. Uh, it's not magical. What about like a deconsecrating the area or something like that? Then we might be able to have a discussion. Obviously, we can't do that. <laughs> the wizard's check wasn't high enough to really know that for sure. But maybe? Some sort of consecrate or hallowed spell? Perhaps. This is getting a little too... Uh, I was hoping it would be an easy thing to do. Super esoteric, vague, strong, can't move it, can't destroy it. Yep. And looking at it makes you feel weak and small. Like it's just pushing on your... I am weak and small. <laughs> See, it's, get, it's getting to Jeb already. All right, time to go. Fuck this place. I banish it. I banish the statue. I hit it with my big-ass weapons. You roll a 19, it crits, and it falls apart. Crumbles to be. Yeah! My gut, my weapon? No. <laughs> None of that happened. I'm just fucking with you. No, no, it's, it, it can't be damaged. The Banyan boys would be able to help you gather the supplies for the defense from the storeroom and help you take it back upstairs. They would actually use their map to make sure that you avoid any anything that might be an issue. I mean, we cleared the room, the entire place, except for that one room, which we already know not to go to, <laughs> the zombies or whatever. Yeah, that, that one had a few more zombies than the one you just fought, but yes. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind smacking out a few zombies, to be fair. I have no spells left, and they're undead, so... Jeb, you, you got a sunburst left? No. My regenerate is what used that. I got three eclipse bursts I could use, but that's not really helpful. That's not really helpful. Three? I get like two wizards. Drain bonded item. So as as you get back out of the sea cave, which you're able to do with no issues, I'm trying to think. It can't be that late. It's maybe noon by the time you make your way out. Sturvin says, thank thank you very much for, for your help. 
we need to go and take Lederick and lay him down and make sure he's well. And they escort him out. I love that dungeon, though. That was fantastic. Oh, it's so fucking cool. That's by far one of the most varied monsters dungeon that I've seen yeah. in a while. Up until now, it's been mostly Zolgath, Zolgath, Zolgath. You know, random this or that. Dinosaurs. Zolgaths, yeah. yeah. More dinosaurs. So as you climb the, uh, the steps to exit the sea caves, it feels as though you're walking out of the ocean's depths. This weight is lifted off your shoulders, hardly even realize it was there, until you exit into the basement of Santil Cafron's general store. And when you come back into the basement, she gets to the top of the stairs, kind of clutching to her, clutching her hands in front of her nervous, nervously, and when she sees you all, she visibly relaxes. Oh, good. Everybody's okay. Is Lederick okay? And she comes down the stairs and checks on Lederick. He's just wiped out. He'll be fine. Seal this door again, though. Don't let anybody in. Of course, yes, yes. And she goes and moves to close and seal the door up. The Banyan boys thank you. Sturvin and uh, Tashlock. Lederick's still kind of lolling, his head's lolling about on his shoulders, not really quite all there. Sturvin says to you, we're going to take him to the to the house, to the Banyan house, and uh, if you need anything, please l- let us know. Uh, we will join back at uh, the city hall to speak with Mayor Vandy soon. We just need to make sure that Lederick is okay. That sounds good. Yes, we will need some help with fortifying the town, but those Solgas could attack at any time. Of course. And they take Lederick away. Santil uh, locks up the door after closing it, takes that key, pockets it, looks over at you all and says, Well, is there anything I can do for you? She's the general. This is the general store, right? Correct. Sell shit! <laughs> <laughs> Good. Have a Good. selling montage right now. We got loot. <laughs> we have a shit ton of loot. Oh, you mean buy, buy shit? Not no, no, we just sell shit. Sell, sell, we sell, sell, sell shit. shit. No, I'm talking from her perspective. You want her to buy? Yes. Well, yeah. Does she have gold right now? With how the, the state of this hound? And say it's right probably not now, the best time to try to sell shit. <laughs> right now, I'm not just in. I, I'm sorry, I'm not in any position. Things are very, very tenuous at the moment. If I, if I had some sort of way to guarantee that I could get product in to you know, refresh and be able to cover those purchases from you, then sure, but with no ships coming into the pier right now, that's a problem. I'm sorry. I have supplies if you need to purchase supplies, though. I don't think there's anything I need at the top of my head. We got nothing. Good. Can someone put in this keen ruin or I can do it myself? I can't remember. It takes like a day. <laughs> Well, thank you again for all you've done for the town. If the trade route to the pier opens up, you can come to me and I will purchase and buy things off of you, but until then, I am just sorry. It's a poor investment to make. If the pier opens up, it's because we opened it, but okay. And then I'll walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you all leave the general store. What do you do? Probably go over to, uh, we gotta unload all this shit that we just got from that storage room. So, probably go over to like yeah. the blacksmith where they're trying to make weapons. And hey, we made some weapons for you. Hey, we found some stuff, and I just start like unloading all the fucking mundane shit. Like, I'm not gonna let any of the magical shit come out, right? All the I don't want them sets, to know the Ranzors. Yeah, I don't want them to know how much magical shit we got. <laughs> 
lots. Which we only got because <laughs> we risked our lives to save this stupid town. I feel like Moonlight's getting a little jaded. Or at least I'm getting a little jaded. <laughs> I was just going to say. Starting? Starting to get a little... No, come on. Been jaded for a while. Okay, I've been jaded for a while. It's getting a little more noticeable in the way they talk. <laughs> was it was it Mayor Mayor Aber uh, from book one? <laughs> that poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> of course I feel like we did the same thing to uh Opera too, so do the same thing to every mayor. <laughs> to an extent you kinda did. <laughs> That's what they get for asking you for shit. Yeah. By the time we leave here we'll do it to S S Tessa too. Nah, she's gonna be too in love with the professor. That's its own problem. So as the wizard is unloading all of this equipment in front of Relda's, her eyes widen as you drop everything off, and she looks and she says, Oh my goodness, look at all of this equipment! Where did you find all this? Are you just giving it to us? Well, it's the towns. Is this... Is this from the caves under the town? No, this is from, from my bags. There's been lots of rumors since you all disappeared earlier. The Banyan boys disappeared. And then you disappeared. went. Disappeared. We were gone back. for a few hours. Well, I mean, everybody is kind of in town right now and out and about. And, well, not going to lie, you're kind of the talk of the town at the moment. Aside from the whole Zolgas and the dinosaurs thing. Right now, it's more of a talk of, well, how we might be able to make it out of this because of you. A anyways... Thank you for for the for the equipment, and uh, I'll get right to work to making sure it's all in tip-top shape. She grabs a bundle of ransuers, and her and her apprentices start to uh, inspect all of the arms and the armor here. Uh, Ralda, I want to make one thing very clear. Yes, they came from underneath the town, but I do not advise any rumors or anything flying around. It is very dangerous down there, and if you do find yourself down there, you will likely be killed. There are evil things down there. She uh, looks at you in all seriousness and throws her brows down and nods and grunts. I'll be certain to keep to myself. Thank you. Moonlight bows and walks away. caves, which was a challenging but very interesting dungeon. And what strange dark secrets this town's history seems to hold. But still the imminent attack on Willowside from the Zolgaths looms. What more will we have the opportunity to do to prepare for it? Find out next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.